And I'm back. And you know, I'm, th- I'm kind of thinking maybe I'm gonna, um, maybe on Sunday we're gonna do a view show instead of blind gossip. Or blind items, rather. I think that'll be a little bit more interesting. Especially since all this juicy, juicy, juicy gossip is coming out. Um, so, we already knew, we already know that Rosie O'Donnell and Donald Trump hate one another. There's never been any love lost between them. Um, but there's a, as part of the promotion for, um, for the book Ladies Who Punch, the explosive inside story of The View, um, Vanity Fair did a profile on Rosie O'Donnell, Barbara Walters, and Donald Trump, and the whole story of how her first tenure there just blew up. Um, and, and really, I I'm going to buy this book. Like this, it, it's not even an option. Like it's not a question in my mind. Like I'm going to make sure I have the money to buy this book because. This is some good shit. Um, don't ask me to make that voice again because it really hurt. I'm, I'm struggling right now not to cough. Um, uh, so, this quote actually came from Rosie way back when she still had her own talk show. The Rosie O'Donnell Show. Um, and it's about Donald Trump. She said, he's the most absurdly transparent con man. He's dumb. His parents didn't like him. They sent him away to New York Military Academy. He punched his kid in the face at college. He never spoke to his children. I'm friendly with Marla, which is how I was at his wedding. I know the shit that he did. And then she she continued to say, I can't say it. You know why Marla doesn't say it. There are real reasons you don't say it. People are afraid of him. I am not. And right there is the essence of the Trump-O'Donnell feud. Trump wants people to be afraid of him, and Rosie O'Donnell doesn't give a fuck. She is wham damn, thank you ma'am. Which sounds dirty, and I don't mean it that way. Um, but you know, she's very bold and in your face. And if you don't believe that, ask Tom Selleck, who um, learned the hard way that the Queen of Nice is not so nice. Um, so, so basically, we all know the origins of the feud. Um, it was December 20th. Uh, Rosie was moderator of The View, which at that time... Uh, December 20th, 2006, I believe. Yes. Oh, damn, I'm good. <laughs> so, um, they went to commercial, and Rosie promised that they were going to talk about Trump when they got back. And at the time, because the view was, was so relevant and in the news and the ratings were so high, allegedly Trump watched, and he watched it live. So they came back, and they were talking about how he had given, um, 
Oh, I can't find her name. Uh, Miss USA. Um, Tara something or another. She had been busted for doing coke and all that. And Donald Trump had a press conference where he said that he was going to give her a second chance as long as she went to rehab. And everyone was praising him for this, for being so generous and whatnot. And Rosie was like, no, no, sorry. You know, you're using this girl to basically con her. And it's it's not okay. And so Rosie went on and on, and um, she she talked about his bankruptcies. Well, that pissed him off. So by the end of the show, Bill Getty went into his office to find out that he had a call, and he was confused because Barbara was on vacation at this time. She was somewhere in the Caribbean with Judge Judy. Which is only mentioned like a half dozen times in the Vanity Fair article. I think Judge Judy must have been trending or something when, when this piece was written. Um, but, anyway, so. It, um, he, went in, he went in and grabbed up the phone. And it was Trump. And Trump was ranting and raving and you know, saying all this stuff. And then when he got down to the essence of it, it was, I'm going to sue you for saying I went bankrupt. And Bill Getty was like, no, 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 like, don't worry. I'm going to call Barbara right now and whatever. So he called Barbara and Barbara was like, you know, I'll take care of it. So she put out a very neutral statement. Um, and that pissed off Rosie. And so, there was, um, there was a moment where it was kind of just quiet, Rosie didn't hear, um, They didn't hear anything, whatever. Um, Barbara gets back. And... Rosie's just... Pissed. Uh, To hear Rosie tell it, they... um, To hear other people tell it, Rosie towered over Barbara. Barbara was this meek little figure who was scared. To hear Rosie tell it, they were both in their makeup chair. Yes, she was mad. And yes, she said she thinks she shouldn't have, like, um... Calling Barbara Walters a bad mother. And saying that's why her daughter Jackie didn't talk to her. Uh, and, and Rosie freely admits that she should not have said that. It was out of line. Whatever. Yada, yada, yada. And so this was the beginning of the end. Barbara went to the top execs at ABC. Trying to get Rosie fired. And the execs at ABC were like, no, we're going to keep her. Um, And I think that really stunned Barbara because I think Barbara thought she was the bigger star. And it's really possible that she was. Um, It's also possible that 
at some point, they just decided, you know, the buzz was worth it. Um, and the article, basically, it's a really good article, you should read it. Um... But it didn't work. And Bill Getty said, when Rosie came on, she told me she wanted to be a passenger on the bus. She didn't want to drive it. But she didn't like where the bus was going. And he continued to say, the power. Sh- this was a power struggle for the heart of the show. The view wasn't big enough for both of them. And as we saw, um, Rosie actually did end up leaving after a split screen with Elizabeth Hassel, a split screen fight with Elizabeth Hasselback. Um, and right after she left, Whoopi Goldberg took over. But uh, these stories are just amazing coming out. And uh, it's amazing that you guys listen to me every night. Thank you so much for, for that. And I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. We're going to recorded shows. Pre-recorded shows, I should say. Um, for the rest of the week. Um, meaning tomorrow's True Crime Saturday and Sunday. Um, I think I changed my mind. I think we are going to do the view. Um, some view stories. Anyways, have a great weekend, guys. And I will talk to you again very soon. Cheers. And I'm back. So, the view, um, we're learning so much, so much shit about what what went behind the uh, what went on behind the scenes over there. Oh my goodness! Um, I'm just completely amazed. Um, and, and none of it is truly shocking. Um. There were some things like the Rosie O'Donnell um, revelation that she had been molested by her father. Like, yeah, okay, we probably could have assumed that. But um, it was the first time she talked about it. Well, Ginny McCarthy is, is starting to talk about her time on The View and it is not a happy situation. Um, this, uh, I'm just going to read this quote to start us off. You know the movie Mommy Dearest? I remember watching... I remember as a child watching that movie and going, Holy cow, I've never seen a woman yell like that before until I worked with Barbara Walters. Now... With, Barbara seems to be at the center of a lot of um, unpleasantness and unhappiness. Um, there are there are tales and tales and tales. Her and Kathy Griffin's feud um, is just one example. If you guys don't know, Kathy Griffin um, was uh, was a guest co-host one night or one day. And somehow they started talking about sex. It was the view. Uh, it happens. Um, 
And Barbara Walters, this was in a pre-production meeting, and Barbara Walters said something about using KY jelly for lube. Now, anyone who knows Kathy Griffin knows the woman's not going to keep a secret. She's going to talk about this. So Kathy Griffin went out and, you know, added it to her act, and Barbara Walters was pissed. She was pissed. And Kathy actually got banned from the show for a very long time. Um, so, back in 2000, and, well, the, the very first time that um, Jane McCarthy realized that something wasn't quite right with Barbara Walters was in 2007. Um, she was on the show to promote her book, Louder Than Words, A Mother's Journey in Healing Autism. And um, Barbara Walters had an issue with saying healing. Because there obviously is no cure for autism. And Jane McCarthy says, my knees were shaking, I remember my whole body shaking. Okay, so, you know, it's okay. But autism, a lot of people know autism actually touched Barbara Walters' life. So, maybe give the woman a break there. But Jane McCarthy says that that's not the only thing that happened. She said... Um, she got in trouble for her anti-vaccine stance, and which she now backtracks and says, I consider myself to be pro-vaccine, but pro-safe vaccine. And then, and then suddenly, and I don't know if these are just the the way the articles are written, or, but then she starts talking about a time when, um, like Barbara Walters would inspect her clothes and if the clothes didn't match hers or complement hers, she would make Jane McCarthy change, allegedly. She says, Barbara would check out what I was wearing. If she didn't agree with it or it didn't complement her outfit, I had to change. Mind you, she doesn't look at anyone else's clothes but mine. She wanted to start dressing like me. There were times when she'd say change and she'd make people run out and get that dress in her size. I was a human Barbie doll. Um, and there was, um, she says it was the worst job she's had in 25 years in show business. Um, she says, she thinks a lot of the issues that Barbara Walters had was because she was retiring and she didn't want to retire. Um. And this was during the time when The View was trying to push away from politics and they were getting into more of, like, the pop culture stuff. And Jenny said that she talked about... She said something about Katy Perry dating John Mayer. And when they went to commercial, Barbara Walters looked at her and said, Who are you talking about? Why are you talking about this person? And then producers went up to her and said, I was told... We cannot do pop culture anymore because she doesn't know who these people are. I panic because I don't consider myself a political person. My controversy is in vaccines. I know I'm not talking about that every day. 
Where do I stand on all the social and political issues? And... Um... I can't find this story now, but there was a story about how when one day she had just started and there was a tampon floating in the toilet. Um, and Barbara Walters went up to her basically in an accusatory way and was like, um, why is there a tampon in the toilet? And... Jenny McCarthy was like, um, you know, and she just went and, and flushed it, you know, to keep the peace. Um, but, and there's a story about Whoopi Goldberg, and there's a story about Whoopi and, um, Barbara that I think is really interesting. Uh, Again, Jenny says, the table reminds me a little bit of a survivor. There was a war between Barbara and Whoopi about Barbara wanting to moderate. This is one of the reasons I decided not to ally myself with Whoopi. It broke my heart when Barbara would shuffle to Whoopi and say, "Can can I moderate please? And Whoopi would say no. And it, it's not surprising because Whoopi is paid to moderate. Um, I, and you, you know, we don't know Whoopi's side of the story. Um, there could be a reason why Whoopi said no. Maybe producers told her to say no. Um, you know, and, and just to make a good point that nobody would be there without... Nobody would, would have been there without Barbara Walters. But there's a reason why she was retiring at the end of the year. Um, you know, and Ginny herself says, um, I felt there was a little bit of hope. I thought maybe when Barbara leaves, the ratings will go up because they kept saying the focus groups hated Barbara and that's why they were forcing her into retirement. And here's the thing. That is a bombshell statement right there. I mean, the whole Jenny McCarthy thing is kind of big. Um, people are, um, were really focusing earlier on the, the tampon incident. But no one's ever actually talked about the fact that Barbara was forced into retirement. It was on the gossip blogs. Um, Crazy Days and Nights had it. But for the most part... It's been all very low-key um, and s- sticking to the outer edges of the gossip blogs that Barbara Walters was actually forced into retirement. Um, and the reason, according, and this is according to Crazy Days and Nights, is because she was starting to suffer from um, Alzheimer's and dementia. Obviously, no doctor is going to come out and say that, because, especially one that is treating um, someone like Barbara Walters, but that is what was being said. 
I don't know if we'll, we'll ever know the truth about this or not. But what I do know is it's time for me to go. Thank you all so much for listening. And until the next episode, I'm lifting my martini glass and saying cheers. And I'm back. So, we've been talking about The View a lot um, these past few um, few episodes. To be honest, it is 100% not intentional. Um, It just keeps happening. Um, But, as you know, Whoopi was off of The View for almost two months because she's been battling pneumonia. She made a surprise comeback today. Um, just to talk to the viewers. And she said over the next week and a half or so, she's going to start um, making more regular appearance and getting herself back into the flow of being a talk show hostess. And, it, you know, she had... She had a lot to say, but... Um, she focused on her health, which I think is very important. She said, this is my first foray out. I'm not there yet, but the only way it's going to get better is if I begin. So this is my beginning. Um, And then her co-hosts, you know, were trying to make her feel better and telling her how good she looked. And Whoopi being Whoopi was like, well, makeup helps. Uh, and then she said, I wanted my, the first foray to come see y'all because I really kind of missed y'all. Um, and here she gives a little bit of health advice. She said, you think you can push through because you got a little cold. You say, I'm just going to keep going, keep going. And you think because you've healed quick before that something crazy can't happen. Well, it can. I had double pneumonia and sepsis. And... So they had to pump a lot of stuff out of me. This is a cautionary tale for all of us. You must really take care of yourself because there's little tiny stuff out there that will kill you that you never think of. Uh, and this comes after she opened up and told everyone that she was she was close to death. Um, and people often will will say things like, "Oh." You know, it's an exaggeration. No. And she's right. You really need to take care of yourself. There there are still a minority of conspiracy theorists out there who think that um, the last two months was Whoopi's way of easing out of her contract with, with The View. Speculation has been high, especially in recent years. Um... With the crescendo growing, um, last, I want to say last April or May, where she told Wendy Williams that, um, it was probably her final year with the show. And then something always happens and she resigns her contract. Um, but this is the first time that I remember, and perhaps I'm wrong, where she's taken off a significant amount of time. And when I say significant, I'm talking like she wasn't visible at all, where she basically disappeared. Um, I know that I know she took some time off when she was producing Sister Act the Musical. 
And, she, you know, she's taking a little bit of time off here and there to film roles and whatnot. But she she normally really regulates that sort of stuff um, to her hiatuses. And in one of her recent contracts, she actually had it stipulated that she doesn't have to work on Fridays. Um, which is when they started bringing in the rotating... Um, semi-permanent co-host um I don't know I I haven't watched in a very long time but I I know Paula Ferris used to be one but she left um to focus on other things uh but anyway so I think I think this was a test for for her and for the producers to see how the ratings do and I don't I I think that the ratings had been actually kind of excelling. And the, now the producers are thinking, do we want to keep paying this really big salary when we can get ratings that are on par or better with Joy as moderator? I don't think that's... Um, I, and to keep in mind, I'm not saying for sure that Whoopi Goldberg is going to leave. We don't know. But I think that this was definitely um, a time where everyone can evaluate the relationship between ABC News and Whoopi Goldberg. And I'm going to evaluate taking a break and coming right back. And I'm back. So, y'all know I love everything pop culture. And I try to read as much pop culture, as many pop culture books as I possibly possibly can. Um, I've read some really great ones. Um, there was one that came out a few years ago called Desperate Networks, and it was all about how it was all about the fight for um, these, like the, the the Desperate Housewives and. Um, Lost in, I'm trying to remember because this came out several years ago, and I only read it the one time, and I cannot find my copy now. Um, but anyways, it it was from the same guy who wrote about the late night wars, um, with Jay Leno and um David Letterman. Um, for those of you who don't know what happened, um. When Johnny Carson retired, David Letterman thought that the gig, the Tonight Show gig, would be his, and so they went to Jay Leno. And David Letterman, they offered David Letterman a, um, I forgot what it what it was called, like Later Tonight or something. They David Letterman was like, no, no, Mm-mm. and, um. He went on to, he went moved over to um, CBS and launched um, Late Night with David, or The Late Show with David Letterman. Um, and there was a bitter rivalry between Leno and Letterman over it. Anyways, 
Um, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about today. Um, there's a new book coming out called um, Ladies Who... I think it's called Ladies Who Punch. Uh, yeah. Ladies Who Punch, the explosive inside story of The View. Um, and there's a, there's several anecdotes about the feuds and whatever that erupted. But one of the more poignant um, stories that's told is from Rosie O'Donnell. Now, Rosie O'Donnell is a very, very controversial fiction, um, controversial, controversial figure in the world of The View. Some people love her, some people hate her. Some people only started watching The View because of her. Um, but... Because she's not afraid to speak her mind, because she, you know, she does go right for the gusto. Some people just will never like her. Anyways, um, in the new book, Rosie details how she was molested by her father, and uh, uh, she says it. It started, and. It started just one day, and then and it lasted up until her mother died. And after her mother died, he, her dad just stopped. No rhyme or reason. It just ended. And... You know... I'm sure that there's someone out there who's going to say something shitty about Rosie. And all I can say is not today. Like, I get it. People don't like her. I personally love her. I think she's phenomenal. One of a kind. Um, but I can also see where she would be a figure that is not high on everyone's list. And, yeah, um, so yeah, um, she, and she's previously said, like, she's forgiven him, I don't know if that's true, or if that's just something she says in public, we know that there's a very fraught relationship between them for a very long time, and now we're finally learning a little bit of why it was so fraught and why it was a little um, complicated with her and her dad. Um, it makes me wonder why she's revealing this now, though. Um, just like with the Lady Gaga stuff, like Rosie is very good at mincing out what she wants people to know. Now, some things she can't help because other people reveal it for her. But something like this, we would never have known if she didn't tell us. And there's a reason why she told us. I don't know what that reason is. Um, maybe there's a chance that she's getting ready to launch a new show. Maybe she's getting ready to launch her own memoir. Um, which is very possible. In fact, I think it's overdue that we get a rosy memoir. Um... Mm-hmm. I can honestly see her angling for a show on one of the cable networks. Um, she tried it with OWN. Um, and her OWN show was actually very good. I liked it much more 
and I, I think I've said this before on, on this podcast, I really, really liked her own show when it was Rosie one-on-one. Because Rosie O'Donnell is a very skilled interviewer. She can do the pomp and circumstance and all that jazz. And she's very, very good at it. But, and I, this is a really big but here. For some reason, people have this image of her as only being one way. At first it was, oh, the queen of nice and blah, blah, blah. She has to do this. And then it was the fiery political Rosie. But where she's always been very skilled is when she interviews people. Even the Tom Selleck interview, which is largely said to have ended her first show when... Um, I believe it was after Columbine and she went for for Tom Selleck and asked him how he could support the NRA after a school shooting like this and blah, blah, blah. Um, people were like, that's, you know, that was the beginning of fire and political Rosie. No, that was the beginning of a scene that she wasn't always going to ask the, the easy questions. And it wasn't always going to be this, you know, the schoolgirl crush on Tom Cruise thing. She wanted to mature her show a little bit. Um, and then eventually she just, she just couldn't. Not that she couldn't. Um, I think that's the wrong way to put that. I just think it didn't work out. And I, the reason why she didn't work out on The View is because Rosie is not a group-setting gal. Um, and it, the same thing with the talk. There's no way she would have ever worked out on the talk. Not because I don't think she's a fabulous person. I do. I really genuinely do believe she's a sweet person at heart. But I also believe that she needs to have control. And I think part of that that need for her to have control comes from having been abused and powerless. And, and you know, honestly, that's kind of sad. All right, guys, that's going to wrap. That's going to do it for me today. Let's wrap this thing up. As always, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, cheers.